Welcome back to the Dirty Cleats Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Dill Cope, and this is where we talk all things football, explicitly, and with as much bias as you can take. Thank you so much for tuning into this second season of the show. I got some new and improved ideas this year, and I can't wait to roll those out to you all. I hope you like it. On today's episode, we will be discussing this upcoming 2020 season and what that means for my team and how we got here. Before we get into all that, let me formally introduce myself to all the new listeners out there. I'm so, so, so thankful you have taken time out of your busy lives to listen today. My name is Brittany, and I go by Dr. Dopecoat. I'm a doctor of physical therapy and a Washington, D.C. native. I grew up in a family that loves sports, football being the most popular in my household. Hailing from the district, I am a self-proclaimed hometown hero. So my affiliations are all things Washington, D.C. That's the football team, the Nets, current World Series champions, the Caps, which we know won the Stanley Cup a few years ago, the Mystics, WNBA champs, United, Valor, Defenders. It doesn't matter. I watch them all and I support them all. Notice I did say the football team. Yeah, more on that later. This episode is brought to you by C4 Beats. All of the beats you've heard on my show from this year and last are courtesy of my homeboy C4. I will tag him in this episode, so find him in the comments. You can contact him via IG for all things beats. So let's get into it. Welcome, everyone, to this 2020 season of the NFL. Let's give a congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs as being reigning Super Bowl champs. Them and the 49ers really gave us a show last year, and I can't wait to see who makes it to Super Bowl 55 this year. I'll admit, I didn't think it was going to be a season this year with the whole coronavirus going around, and I hope you all have been taking necessary precautions to keep yourself safe. But it seems like the NFL will stop at nothing to get this season underway, even if it means banning fans from the stands or requiring players to sign up in advance for jersey swaps. I've already mentioned that Washington is my team, and we have gone through so many changes this offseason. Let's get into a little bit of that. So first and foremost... We got a new coach, finally, a reputable, respectable, 
river boating coach. I'm excited about the energy he's bringing to the table. Coaches respect him and players love to play for him. What a great combination. With his recent diagnosis of pancreatic cancer, I will implore all of us to keep him in our prayers. If things were to go sideways, they're saying Jack Del Rio is the next man up. Jack has been blessed with the opportunity this year to cultivate a great, great talent. We all know who that is. Chase Young. I'm over the moon to watch this guy develop. I have very high hopes for him for what his career will entail. I can remember this year walking past him in downtown Silver Spring a few months ago, and I literally was speechless at the mere size he carries so elegantly, might I add. This guy will be a beast. Mark my words. Coach Ron has made a couple questionable decisions recently um, with the release of Adrian Peterson, and some are saying Cam Sims was questionable also. Only time will tell. I'm trusting him. I think we're going to rock real hard this year. It hasn't been all good news for Washington, however. With the current state of the country, Snyder's hand was forced to officially change the team's mascot. Washington will no longer be the Redskins, and I have to admit, I wasn't all that thrilled about it. Not just because of all the team gear I've accrued over the years, but because I'm so torn with this whole cancel culture. It seems like people are so sensitive these days. I also felt the pressure to change coming from our fair-skinned counterparts, more so than the people who actually are connected to this topic. Like the creator of the logo, for instance, Walter Wetzel, a proud member of the Black Feet Tribe and what he called the Red Nation. He designed this logo and the name to symbolize inclusion and representation for non-white people. This was a bold move in 1971. This opened doors for a lot of tribes to come. I mean, shoot, there's a high school in Arizona currently with Redskins as their mascot. And while there is Native American blood running through my veins, I don't think any group should be marginalized or defamed. So it should be understood that you will find people on both sides of the fence here. There are people who embrace this name and don't find it offensive, like the family of the Native American who created it. They have voiced their disappointment with the change, which stems from the way in which Daniel Snyder tainted it. I won't go into all that because it is now water under the bridge, but I will challenge you to do your own research, form your own opinions, and stop letting the oppressor tell you what is or is not offensive. And with that being said, I digress. R.I.P. Skins. Okay, it's time to take a break and move into a segment I'm really excited for, and that's bold predictions. I have quite a few this year. But I will give you one that I'm really eager about, and that is the entire NFC conference 
will have all new divisional champs this year. What does that mean? That means I'm picking the Seahawks to come out of the West, the Bucks to edge out the Saints in the South. The North is a total toss-up, but I'm leaning towards the Vikings to grab that one. And the good old NFC East. Let's see. Philly did a thing last year that hasn't happened in quite some time, winning the title back-to-back years. That ain't happening this year. I really, really don't know who'll take it, but it ain't going to be them. And that's my bold prediction. As if that wasn't juicy enough off-season news, Darius Geis decided to add more to the pot. This guy, I just don't even know what to say. Such huge upside potential. So talented, agile, and quick. But now we may never get to see him take the field ever again. He was arrested for domestic violence and the team wasted no time in releasing him. Shortly after that, his name popped up again because two women claimed he assaulted them during his days at LSU. The school might be in hot water right now because these women allege nothing was done about their claims. I mean, sheesh. I just wish the best for the young man. So yeah, my team is kind of in shambles, but uh, that's usually how it goes for us. Although this is a hodgepodge of good and bad, it does seem like we're sort of headed in the right direction. Our NFC East division opponents won't fear us now, but soon they will. All right, let me step outside the NFC East for a little bit and tell y'all who else I'm excited to see this year. Some teams that are low-key and under the radar. First being the Cardinals, because Kyler Murray did impress me with his rookie year. Their record didn't necessarily reflect it, but the kid got some spunk and definitely kept them hanging around in some games I don't think they should have been in. They still have the great Larry Fitzgerald, held a pit. Christian Kirk should improve this year and will be my sleeper pick for fantasy if you're in a deep, deep league, 12 or more teams. Another team, the Bears. All right, the Bears. Last year was not it for them, okay? And Mitchell going to have to prove himself this year, and so is that defense. If I were you, Allen Robinson is definitely getting snatched up as my second wide receiver in fantasy. If you ain't grabbing, you slumming. Homeboy definitely helped me win the ship last year. A true gem. The final team I'll be looking forward to is the Las Vegas Raiders. New city, same team, practically. Derek Carr is just like Mitchell here. He has to improve. Third year in the same system, we should see some gains. Especially with the new wide receivers they picked up in the draft. C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma was a beast. I can't wait to see this young man on the field. Oh, and my favorite tight end, also a part of my championship team, Darren Waller. Pick him up. You probably like, why are you giving out all this fantasy scoop? Don't you play too? Yeah, but this year, I'm taking the year off. So throughout the shows, you'll be hearing me give fantasy advice. I will be providing fantasy consultations all year long. So hit me up, y'all. Keep me on my toes for next year. All right. So as you can see, I'm ready for this season to kick off. 
Super ready, especially with everything that's been going on this year. You know, the whole sports world took a hit with Corona coming into play. Me personally, I wasn't all of that affected because football is like prime time to me. All other sports are secondary. We finally get back to the football season. We missed preseason, but we should have a regular a regular year this year. So it wouldn't be right at all if we didn't start with a little smack talk. And I think you all know which team I'm coming after first. And that's the good old Cowboys. So Cowboy fans, how y'all really feeling out there? Because I'm not really sure which direction this team is headed. They paid Amari and Zeke, but they didn't pay Dak. Now, me personally, not a huge fan of Dak, but he does put up numbers. He just doesn't make too much noise in the postseason. So I understand why Jerry didn't want to give him the cash. But let me tell you what I see happening. They lose him next year because he's going to go somewhere that pays him. Some team will come along and offer him what he thinks he deserves. And he'll throw up the peace sign and be out of Dallas with the quickness. I'm banking on that. So enjoy him while you can because he ain't going to be rocking with the stars after this year. And that's my smack talk to begin the year. All right, guys, there you have it. Season two is officially underway. Let me give another shout out to the Beats Master himself, C4. Thank you so much for delivering yet again. I would not be able to do this without you, my dude. Hey, guys, if you're interested in joining the show virtually, please contact me at dirtycleatspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to me on any of our social media accounts. Thank you so much to all the listeners out there. Follow this podcast at Dirty Cleats Pod on Instagram and Twitter. That's D-I-R-T-Y-C-L-E-A-T-S-P-O-D. I welcome any feedback you may have. We're sporting a new logo this year. Tell me what you guys think. I want to be a lot more interactive with the fans out there. I know you guys are listening and I appreciate it so, so, so much. Until next time, remember to keep those cleats dirty. Peace. Peace.